the firstborn son, the torso, the bound woman, the withered lover, the torn prince, the angry princess, the pilgrimess, the great child, the dire mother, the hammer, the juggernaut, and the jackal. These are the infamous scary characters from Steve Beck's 2001 supernatural horror film, 13 Ghosts. The movie is an adaptation of William Castle's 1960 film of the same title. The premise follows the same haunted house tropes horror fans are already acquainted with. Family inherits a house, only to realize that the house is haunted and doesn't want them there. But regardless of the similarities, 13 Ghosts is a movie that has its own look and feel and stands up strong on its own. The amount of work it takes to make one monster come to life in a movie is hard enough. This gives you 12 villains and they have their own unique look and story. Gripping and terrifying special effects paired with great acting and beautiful cinematography launched this film to become a cult classic amongst the genre. It's still talked about today, and if I'm being transparent, it's one of my favorites. So what do you say we make the ultimate sacrifice, and let's jump right in as we give our take on 13 Ghost. Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey. And back again for another week, clapping them cheeks, a close friend of mine and the best producer in the whole wide world, Mr. Ozark Mark. What's going on, Mark? Nothing much, Christian Ramey. The only thing that's going on is Sloppy Horror is back up in that ass. That's right, man. With another um, movie for you to uh, discuss and... uh, Everything that we do, you know, you know the fucking drill here, people. You do. Sorry, I had to flip those around. The cord was irritating me, Mark. So, it's close to October. It's close to October, and I feel like Ozark Mark and I are like George Washington, if you will, leading you across the Delaware. We are Lewis and Clark, okay? We are helping you along your voyage into October. So when all these other folks are starting to watch these horror movies on cable and telling you, oh, I remember when that came out. Halloween, that was in 1981. And you'd be like, hold up. No, it wasn't. Here's something that you may or may not know about this movie, Grandma. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I really appreciate that. And film nerds, it's so easy to make fun of. But at the same time, like, if obviously if you're listening to the show, you have a little film nerd in you. But some facts are more interesting than others, but I always find it fun when it's a movie you love. Like, if it's a movie that you've known a hundred times, uh, and somebody's like, hey, man, you know in that final scene that guy was actually on fire? You're like, what? No, I didn't. It's a very interesting topic of conversation in your life. It is. Today's movie, Mark, I feel like uh, another. this is another one close to you and I for the fact that when we used to do music, we had like side nicknames, and I would go by the Jekyll. I loved that name. I love this movie. We both know 13 Ghosts. Uh, I'm not, I, I think, what am I, like a year or two older than you, Mark? So we were right around middle school, high school when this came out. I think I was about eighth grade when this came out. And it was the perfect time frame because I wasn't afraid. But my senses were heightened, and it was kind of a creepy movie. I mean, at 13 years old, watching this alone in a basement, you definitely weren't like, all right. You were like, oh, shit, man. Flip a light on down here. <laughs> well, it has to do with ghosts. Ooh. 13 to be, well, 12, actually. 12 ghosts, technically. Yes. You know ain't, ain't no 13 ghosts. He hasn't been created yet. 
didn't mean to spoil that for you, but uh, yeah, this movie is uh, this this movie's real different, and it's good. It's it's one of those uh, breaths of fresh air because it's kind of uh, has its own originality to it. There's no other kind of movies that fall in the same storyline of it, I guess you could say. Same category, really. I mean, this is kind of unique little story, little backstory with it, and the way the story unfolds is kind of unique as well. Very unique, Mark. Very unique. This was a movie before. This is actually a remake. Uh, this is like 50s, I believe. I've seen the picture. I, I actually don't have a date off the top of my head. I want to say, like, if I were to guess, I'd say 56. Um but it, it might be slipping me, so somebody has to call me out at some point. But the cool part about the original movie was that this was advertised as a 3D movie. So they actually gave glasses to the folks going into the theaters to watch the movie. That's why in this movie they decided to incorporate glasses for the characters to see to see the ghost. So as always, I, I guess we can give them a nice little synopsis for them, break down the movie for you so you know what's going on if you have not seen it. <clears throat> so, we have a family. We have a father. We have a teenage daughter. We have a boy about eight, nine years old. Okay, the dad is on his own because the mother died in a fire about a year before. Terrible accident. They have not financially recovered since. They are living in a small apartment. They are just hanging out. You, you laughing at my uh, my Joe Exotic? <laughs> That's <laughs> what I think of now. <laughs> cannot financially I recover. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of every time I hear that phrase. And what's I'm dude's sorry. name? Uh, Tony Shalhoub, the guy that plays, uh, he's the guy that played the monk. So he's a great actor. He's the dad. You have Shannon Elizabeth as the daughter. Smoke mm-hmm. show. Oh, oh my. my goodness. Yeah. That's... Sit on my face, please. Ple- twice. Okay. Yes. Now. After the gym. After the gym. So these, this family, <laughs> this ensemble, um, they're poor. They're not doing well. Mom's dead. They're a broken family. Well, then all of a sudden, a lawyer comes to their house, and a lawyer says, "Hey, your great uncle died. I know you didn't, you weren't that close to him, but he was wealthy, and he died, and he has left you a house and some wealth." So the family packs up and they go out to check out this house, and it's a crazy contraption of a house. You later learn that the house is a machine, and it's a machine that's a giant containment. It's like a prison for ghosts. And this house is kind of like run on a giant machine. And as the gears turn, as different things work, different doors open up, different uh, different ghosts are released. But you can be locked inside. And it's like all glass, which is crazy. So they get to this house, and it's insane, dude. All these different rooms. Like This dude was a collector. Like swords, ships, and bottles. Like all kind of fucking weird shit. Very neat looking. So the fa- you know the kids are like oh shit they're all pumped up and the dad's like all right this is expensive this is expensive <laughs> he has a total dad face yeah Tony Shalhoub actually really kills uh, this fucking movie because he acts like a normal guy he's not like an over actor he's totally he he has a little Ozark mark in him I'm not gonna lie like there's a part where like uh, you uh, think so. Yeah, well, oh, you, I'm, I can't wait to hear this. You know, uh, there's a scene, you know, I'll jump back to synopsis, but there's a scene where Matthew Lillard, who plays like, you know, this ghost hunter guy, he's like, oh, and Matthew Lillard is always an over-actor. Uh, and I mean no disrespect by that. Like, no. that's just kind of what he does. And that's perfect. And it works. I love when he's, I love Matthew Lillard in these movies. I do too. And he's kind of like freaking out and, uh, <laughs> and he's saying shit. And Tony Shalhoub just looks at me. He's like, will you just shut up? 
Like, he has like so, there's there's like ghosts going on. Like it doesn't make any sense, and he's just like he still keeps this like demeanor to him where he's like, God damn it, I gotta cut the grass. It's just this like son of a bitch. Like it's not I'm not mad or freaked out. There's ghosts. Like I'm upset. I gotta feed the kids, get them out of here. This is bullshit. Like he just has this dread. So it's really funny. And, and sometimes you have a comedic version of that that makes me laugh. So they go to this house, check it out. Well, soon, uh, it's all a hoax just to get them in the house. As soon as they get there, the lawyer takes off, or he tries to, and ends up dying by the house. Ghosts start coming out of their containment spells. What the thing is, there's 12 ghosts inside this house, and this house is a giant contraption. Uh, they're trying to, like, unlock the door to the devil, or a door to hell, pretty much. Is like, it, like, the devil's eye or something, like the hell, yes. high of hell or something, whatever it is? So, apparently, within this crazy book called the uh, Viticus, I, don't, I forget what the fuck it's called, but there's a, a, a Viticus or some shit. There's this book that they have in this, and according to this book, it's like Latin or whatever, if you get 13 ghosts to make this ultimate sacrifice, it will open up the portal to hell. And that's what dude's uncle was trying to do. That's what Arthur's uncle was trying to do. So, Because he would gain the power of all-knowing or, or something. Right, he would turn He'd into... He'd be some... the most powerful being in the universe or something. Exactly. So the trick is, though, Arthur is supposed to... The dad, he's supposed to be the 13th ghost. He dragged them into this house to pretty much put his kids up for bait so that Arthur would sacrifice himself and be the 13th ghost because it has to be a very specific person. It's not just a dead body. Each of these ghosts have their own um, backstory, which is very unique, which makes it, like you said, very interesting. But you need each component. Like one is the angry princess, one is the torn prince, uh, the the one's the torn lover, or, you know, it, it... the big baby and the mom, which is kind of a weird one. Those guys are fucking cool. Yeah, I feel like they just put that in there for filler. Uh-huh. But like, uh, I don't know. Just put a baby and a kid, and a mom in there. Fuck it. I don't know. Because it really looks like they only spent time on, like, five of the ghosts. <laughs> yeah, as far you as really good. I mean? And then they're like, oh, shit, we need 12 more. We need, like, six more of these things. Fuck. Yeah, I, I feel like that wrapped it up pretty well for him, don't you think? I think if you didn't. That's a basic of it, yeah, without giving away too much if people haven't seen it. Dude. The Angry Princess, like, I'm serious. That was a sexual awakening for me as a kid. I was like, holy shit. Please come to my house, Angry Princess. You remember that old ICP song in my room? Yeah. Like, I always imagined that was her. Yeah, I have a feeling you went through a lot of socks as a kid. I did. I did, dude, especially to this movie. Because she's so fucking hot, dude. Like, you know, she's, I don't know. She's hot. Mm -hmm. She's hot even as a ghost. And then there's, like, a shower scene, like, with her and Shannon Elizabeth. And you're like, I don't know what's going on here. But I'm in. I'm in. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I have a question for you, Christian Ramey, since sure. you are the, the, the all-knowing man of horror here about this movie. And my wife pointed it out to me because she, uh, she uh, watched it with me. Nice. Okay. And uh, there's that scene where she first asked me, you know how people ask you questions about movies and if they just watch it, they'll figure it out? Yes. Okay. So still didn't answer it for her. So she asked if the ghosts can hurt the people or not. Because there's the scene where um, the daughter, who's Elizabeth, actor. Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. What's her name in the movie again? Um, Kathy. Kathy. So it's Kathy in the movie. She's in the bathroom. She's checking out. She's playing with the tub. Angry Princess is in the tub. Mm -hmm. She's in her ghost vibe. She's in a 
tub of water, tub of blood. She gets ready to go kill. Yes, yeah, stab, stab her. But nothing happens. At yet, throughout the rest of the movie, the ghosts come and they are hurting them, whether you can see them or not. So did she just hold back and say, fuck it? That's what I'm assuming it is. I think I think that is what it is because, yeah, them because you remember she like almost got the lawyer, but he got split by the glass door because mm-hmm. he said nice tits and she didn't like that. She was like, fuck you, bro. Which is, which is uh, kind of weird because I think women like the compliments of their titties. I do too, man. I do too. Or maybe she was trying to smash, and it was just right, unfortunate for him. I don't know. If somebody if somebody said, hey, nice balls, I don't know how I'd feel about that. You know what I mean? You've like, got some nice testes. <laughs> Your testicles are a spectacle. Whoa, Jimmy, how look would at you this. Feel? I've never seen a scrotum like this. <laughs> a scrotum. <laughs> look at a scrotum. How would you boy. feel, though, if somebody walked up to you like, you have nice balls? I, you know, uh, I, I, w- I would take that compliment. I would, too, because I don't think I'm ever going to have that compliment in my life. No, no. Go get a lottery ticket after somebody tells you you have nice balls. You know, you do have nice pair of testicles. But that kill on the lawyer, though. That was great, I man. I loved that kill on the lawyer. So let me get break down a little bit more further into the glass house that we have here. There's like Latin written on all these fucking walls and they're containment spells and the ghost cannot do anything. They can't go past the containment spells. So, A, they look badass because they like glow. Mm -hmm. It's like the coolest looking fucking house ever. But there are these little glasses around the house that you could pick up and, and wear and apparently that gives you ghost vision. You can see the ghost at that point. Not only did I want those fucking glasses... As a kid, I thought that was the cool, I mean, as a teenager. But then I was thinking, like, dude, this is badass. This is sweet. You're giving us all these separate characters. Everybody's all trapped in there. So as the lawyer, uh, his kill was so cool because as these doors open and close, picture, like, these crazy-ass, like, open and shut door. I mean, super fast. He's backing up away from the angry princess, and he literally gets sliced in half, and his body, like, slides down the other half of the window. Very cool effect. And for this movie being 2001, CGI wasn't in some crazy stage. There are other mo- Like, even Freddy vs. Jason has some questionable CGI mo- moments. The mechanical part of the house looks CGI, but it doesn't look bad, dude. Like, this is still super watchable. It's not one of those ones where you're like, oh, this is cheesy. No, no, it is It is really still very watchable. You're right. You're very much right. Because the there are special effects in it, but they're not over the top like you see in some. Mm-hmm. Like, it, at no part of this movie that I go, yeah, right. Like, you know, that looked fake as shit. Like, you're very much into it. Yeah, and a it's lot a, of makeup too. A lot of makeup and a lot of uh, quick flash, quick, mm-hmm. quick uh, jump cuts in the flashbacks really helps that effect a lot. Absolutely, man. They they uh, a lot of those actors like Angry Princess, the Juggernaut, the Hammer, the Jackal. Those fuckers had to wait uh, like they, I mean hours and hours. They took a long process. So oh, I think I the combination so of both made it look so good. It wasn't heavily relying on just one. Yeah. And that's what it should have always you really, been. You really, you kind of saved on the budget, too, because you only have one filming location, really. Yeah. There's a house. Real. I mean, it's just this one set. Like, you don't have to go nowhere, you know? So that's good. Do you have a favorite ghost? Yep. You got to tell me. Juggernaut. Dude, he's a, I love that that's your answer, because I feel like he's not a top pick for everybody, but he totally deserves it. Dude, he's a fucking beast, dude. 
opening scene of when they catch Juggernaut is just awesome. Like it's really cool vibe and like a they're in like a junkyard. I'm oh, trying yes. to catch this ghost. You don't even know what's going on. Matthew Lillard's freaking out with his pills and shit. And oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm done after this, man. <laughs> and then it's just a very cool scene. Um, and then Juggernaut just comes in and starts ripping people, folding people in half. The, fucking tell, tell people them how they up. brought. Tell them how they brought the Juggernaut out. Did you like how they used that truck to spray blood? Yeah, out? they just brought, they brought in the semi tank. And just started spraying blood everywhere. And it's another thing is Matthew Lillard talks to, uh, what's the uncle's name now? Cyrus. Cyrus. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. I'm horrible with names, but I never forget a face. So Cyrus um, is trying to, uh, you know, capture the juggernaut. And he told Matthew Lillard, like, he only killed four people before he was a ghost. But he ended up killing, like, nine or 12 people before this. <laughs> yes. He's like, he's only killed four when he was alive. Oh, okay. So this juggernaut's just been murdering people in this junkyard, I guess. He's but like he's, humongous, bro. Dude, and- he's uh, he's like, I, I put him up against Freddie or Jason. He had the, you know uh, what I mean? <laughs> he had the longest makeup process. If you guys ever get free, it's on YouTube. Go look up um, 13 Ghosts Behind the Scenes 2. Because this guy has one and two. Look up the second one. It shows the whole process of this guy. And it's like a montage. What's really cool, man, is you want to know where my love falls in. <clears throat> it's not just the fact that I was a teenager when this came out. It's a, it's a good movie. Flat out, it's a good fucking movie. But it did come out when I was a teenager. And it was like right at the early 2000s where like new metal was popular and there was like all this blend in pop culture and I fucking loved it. I loved that time frame of like Ozark Mark was on a fucking skateboard. I was on a bike. We had fitted hats and Jordans, but we could we were listening to Metallica. It was just this crazy blend of fucking culture. And I loved that. And watching watching the montage of this dude's makeup or whatever they're playing like fucking Linkin Park and Linkin Park's not like my fucking favorite but then they're playing some other like new metal and shit and I was just like man what a time that was to like fucking be alive all that new music coming out all this like blend of shit I loved it I did do you think the reason why you love this movie so much is because it came out while you were a teenager do you think that has a lot to do with it? <laughs> Nostalgia holds a big part of it. This is a movie. Because, you know, the, those teenage years are when you're the most, like when your mind is mostly like a sponge and you absorb. I think that's when you're the youngest, like zero through five. That's when you're sponge-like, the most sponge. No. Yeah, I think No, so. because. I think so. Children zero to five are idiots. Oh, yeah, they're dumb, but I think they that's They can't their... do anything. They can't do the dishes. They can't do math. Okay, they can't pay bills. They don't do shit. They can't hold a job. They're stupid. They're just cute. That's they're it. just cute. That's it. <laughs> and they're cute okay? and stupid. They can barely read a damn pop-up book. No. Nah. Yeah. yeah. I think you're wrong on that. But I don't have kids, and I'm not a doctor, no, I'm, and I'm, I'm pretty saying, stupid. I don't know why you would I've listen to I've heard that me. sponge thing, though. I think... No, but you are 100% correct. I'm not, like, yeah, your I'm not, teenage years hold well, a big yeah, part talk, of what you're into. I'm talking... Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about like learning how to eat and piss and shit no i i know what you're saying there but i'm talking about absorbing and becoming who you're supposed to be the things you enjoy in pop culture yeah yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because We're all music, on the same level. You know, I bet you some of your favorite bands, some of your favorite music, some of your favorite, uh, your top five music bands, your top five movies are in the era of when you were a teenager. Yeah, yeah, that's true, man. Um, except for Led Zeppelin. Aside from that one, I do love Led Zeppelin. They're probably my favorite rock band. Well, but... I'm not talking about like when. Mm-hmm. No, I when they you, came my, out. My top five. Oh yeah, when I was under, listening. You're not listening. understanding. What I'm trying to say to you. When, what I was listening to when I was zero through five. Yes. No. <laughs> Just get. I get what you mean. Yes. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, I, I watched. What's your, uh, what's your favorite ghost, Christian Ramey? I love the, the Jekyll. the 13 ghosts. I love the Jekyll. He has this fucking, I'm a sucker for, here's, here's a problem. Here's a problem. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I have to say it like this. Sometimes horror fans, we paint ourselves into a box because we'll say, you know, I like this subgenre, but I don't like this subgenre. So, you know, it's, sometimes you overlook shit. One thing I'm a big fan of with like creature features, be it a slasher, uh, uh, a demon feature, a demonic possession movie, whatever the fuck it is, when somebody walks with a crazy gait or like a like a crazy run, I love it. I don't know what it is, dude. It makes me laugh. It makes me feel good. And the Jekyll just has this like hunched over, like like he's running at you all nuts, bro. And there's a part, I mean, obviously, I'm assuming you guys have seen this movie thus far, so there are spoilers. But at the end when uh, all the ghosts are kind of like walking away out of the house, if you go back and watch that scene, it's so funny because he's like fucking like walking in the woods. Like... It made me so happy, like like he's going to play, like yeah. he's free now, like he's an innocent thing. So, so, <laughs> so let me ask you another view on the movie that she pointed out to me that I couldn't really answer, or didn't fully satisfy her answer. So that's probably some other person's question too, I assume, if you are a normal person watching this movie, right? Mm-hmm. So at the end, when all the ghosts are leaving the house. Yes. All the ghosts leaving the house outside all look the same. Okay. Now, she was asking, like, are they free? Are they going to heaven? Or are they just going to roam the earth and kill people again? I said, well, they're probably going to go roam the earth and kill people yes. again. But then it doesn't make – which then she hit me with another one where she was like, well, why is the wife all looking normal and, like, she's going to go to heaven or something? Did she walk through the light? Like, what? why is she special – I don't think she was a sinner, though. She might have been, like, the only one that wasn't a sinner, you know, because she was burned to death. Right. So, like, maybe he tricked her, like his uncle. Like, come with me, bitch, I'll take you to heaven. He's like, psych, you're not in heaven now, bitch, you're in my little house. So I guess that the, the house freed her soul yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go with that. But, yeah, there is some there is a little bit of gappiness in there. But I would say, like, I'm fine, which is cool. Like, it don't matter to me. I don't watch it for the <laughs> – I don't watch it for everything to make sense. I'm not trying to watch it for that. But, I mean, she's hit me with these questions. I'm like – you know, I never thought about that. I don't know why. Bro, like you like destroying the house is almost a fucking bad thing. Like I know. Why are you destroying the house? Oh, well, A, the house is super cool. And then B, like the jackal's gonna come ruin someone's picnic. Just yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like, he just comes in all like <laughs> What would you do? <laughs> You're having a picnic uh, and you just Mark? see the jackal come. <laughs> Mark, I don't know what this is, bro. We gotta go. <laughs> Leave it. Some creature crawling. 
with a cage on its head. And he's laughing, bro. And he's oh, like, no. yeah. <laughs> dude, he's so funny to me. Like, he is pretty funny. Hey, and we haven't really dug into the hammer. The hammer's a scary son of a bitch, bro. Like the hammer, like what is he? Is he like an old? Uh, he's like he's like an old slave or like an old railroad working dude that was something. They killed him. I have the backstories right here because I want to make sure. So, the hammer was a happy and honest family man and blacksmith. Okay, and then he was falsely accused of stealing uh, by a higher up. They threatened him. Um, in the western town, he refused to leave, and then his family was lynched by a band of thugs walking home, and then they took all those railroad spikes and dug them into him and killed him. So it's pretty uh, fucking intense, man. That's horrible. I, I see why he's pissed off. Dog, dude, he's scary. Like that's like one guy, like you know, like I'm a fucking die. Like Matthew Lillard got the like the worst of the worst. I know the Jekyll is bad, but he's kind of funny. Yeah. And like you, he's gonna put on your stamina. But Matthew Lillard got killed by the Juggernaut and the Hammer yeah, at that's the same the worst. fucking time, dude. And the Hammer, he's like pulling spikes out, like, like, dude, like, that's oh, like, no. <laughs> oh man, that's like going into a wrestling ring with like Andre the Giant and the Big Show, right? I'm like Yokozuna and Big Show yeah. just sat on you, bro. Like, oh man, horrible death. Yeah, bro, like, that's just two people you don't want coming at you. Like, you don't want the Jekyll. You don't want that smoke. But, like, I don't feel like... I think you would be a little more comical in your death on your way out. You'd be like, whoa, bro, back the fuck up. Oh, my God. Why are you so mad? Like, not the hammer, dude. You're running. You're going to yeah, piss your yeah, pants. Yeah, that's, that's straight up fear, dude. <laughs> I like how the juggernaut rips limbs off. Like, he just is like... He bends some... He, I like how he bends people in half. Yeah. <laughs> he just like, folds them. Like a chair. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's horrible just thinking about it. So, there's another character I would like to talk about. Um... What I, I her character name? Uh, it's the girl that you think is good, and then she ends up being bad. You know who I'm talking about, Mark? Yes. Um, her name is. It's not. What the fuck is her name? I'm trying to remember her name. Well, anyways, at the beginning of the movie, in the junkyard scene, this girl is in the junkyard arguing against Cyrus and Matthew Lillard saying, hey, don't capture these ghosts. These are innocent ghosts. What the fuck are you doing? Like the PETA of ghosts. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly what happened. Well, she fucking... Her dude dies, like her little friend, after the juggernaut comes through, and it looks like Cyrus died too, okay? Well, at the end, there's like... While Arthur is going through some shit, getting attacked by the Jekyll, all of a sudden, this girl pops into the house you don't even know she's in the house so this girl from earlier in the movie comes in she throws down this flare and saves arthur from the jekyll and she's like look here's what's going on i like how she says she got in there he's like how the hell did you get in here like i felt i I got in through a hole in the house can't happen again (laughs) right right (laughs) all right okay a hole in the house got it got it thanks you know what's funny though? That girl ends up being bad. She ends up being on Cyrus's team. She's like double crossing everybody. It's, but... a good, it's a good little twist though, too, because uh, you really didn't see that coming. No, but you know what's even weirder? She's playing like this badass ghost hunter chick. That's the same actress that played Miss Honey and Matilda. 
like the sweetest human being in the world. Now, I do know Matilda a lot. I have daughters. Hey, I watched it when I grew up, but like I got two daughters. I've watched Matilda 47 times since I've been down here with you, Mark. I watch Matilda all the fucking time, or just have to. And Miss Honey is played by this actress, and she's like the sweetest human being in the world. She's the one who adopts Matilda, and she's so nice. And like you can't see her as anything else. It's like if... Uh, Mr. Rogers had a fucking biker movie you didn't know about where he was like roughing folks up with a chain and a switchblade. You're like, wait, what? Oh my God, I wish they made that movie. That would have been hilarious. Oh, that would have been great. You ain't wearing that sweater in my bar. <laughs> Howdy. What did you say? Howdy, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> in theaters. Oh. So that was kind of a fun that was kind of a fun character twist. I really did enjoy all the characters in this movie. Everybody kind of fit. Everybody had a spot. The son was funny because he is a typical son. We were once a dumb son at one point, but that's what he is, is he's just a dumb son riding around on a scooter like, Wow, what's expensive? Where can we go? What's where should I not go? This little dumbass goes in the basement following ghost noises and shit. I like how he called his sister a slut. I do too. He was kind of cool. The babysitter was like, no, "I prefer bitch." Yeah. Who, oh, what was that girl's name? Raw Digger. What was that girl's name? Raw Digger. Yeah. Grave Digger. No, Raw Digger. The the girl who played the actress, uh, or who played the who played the actress who played the nanny is a rapper. She's a fucking rapper. Oh, she is. Yeah, she was with Flip Mode and Busta Rhymes. Oh, 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 oh! Shit! Yeah, it is. So that song at the end, when it cuts out, it's her. Nice. So that's what I mean. Like, everybody kind of fucking fit. Everybody worked well. Shannon Elizabeth is hot. I don't know if we've mentioned that. Yeah. Okay, she was very cute. Mm-hmm. I like that. There's this weird thing in movies sometimes where people are like, oh, he's not a great actor. And Tony Shalhoub, I, I, and I believe that's how you say his last name. He hit it as a real person. Not every person in real life is like, hey, man, I need my fucking family back. That's not how everybody talks. Some people are like, look, if you don't give me my family back, I'm going to kill you. It's not even like it doesn't sound right. That's a normal person. And he kind of like played a normal guy in this because Matthew Lillard's so overacting. At the, If I didn't explain Matthew's character the best, he... Helped Cyrus at the beginning of the movie get ghost, but then Cyrus died. So then Matthew Lillard disguises himself as like a cable guy to go check out this house right when the new family gets there because he's thinking something's up with this house. This ain't fucking right. I know what Cyrus is up to. And he's kind of like telepathic, uh, Matthew Lillard is, or he's got this like... uh, He's got like that uh, Bruce Willis superpower in... uh, What's that movie called where he's a superhero? No. Unbreakable. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. He touches you, and he can see through your life, and he knows everything about you. Yeah. So it's it's kind of badass. Mm-hmm. Um, and his character's though. name is Dennis, so I'm not going to keep saying Matthew Lillard, but Dennis's character is over the top, but he's a good guy. He's like telling he's telling Arthur, like, look, dude, I don't give a fuck if you believe me or not. Just get your kids out. Just get your kids out. And, like, that's kind of like a real moment where he's like, look, dude, I don't give a fuck. Please get your kids out. Like, that's like a different kind of, like, man-to-man. You're like, 
the fuck's going on? And like, I thought Arthur's character, like very much like that little interaction, you know, it's a silly little scene, but like he very well kind of crushed that and thinking like, all right, what? Because the lawyer is trying to negate Dennis. He's like, oh, they've told me about this guy. This guy's crazy. And he's like, I used to hunt ghosts with your uncle. He's like, goats? He's like, ghosts! Goats. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to convince him, but he's like, okay, okay, I I, I don't care. Uh, Okay, okay, even if you believe me or not, just get your kids out. I don't know. That was just one of those lines to me that, like, was like, fuck. And then, and then when they're in the basement, he's like, forget the kid. We got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> he said, if the jackal's out, forget the kid. I know. <laughs> That's some cold shit right there. Yep. And then, honestly, he ends up dying. Matthew Lillard ends up dying. Dennis is, the Dennis character dies because he's trying to save Arthur. And he did save Arthur. But it, he had, like, the little ghost cameo, which was kind of cool. It seemed like he was all right with being dead. He was all right with it. I feel like I know a couple things here. Well, don't just keep them to yourself, silly. Welcome to the What Do You Know. This is the segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie here. Now, if this is your first time here, you probably don't know what we know. But if you do well what we know, then we're about to know together. And we're about to become one. Now, if you don't know what we know, you're about to find out what we know. And then you're going to come together with the rest of us. And we're going to have nice balls. Testicles. <laughs> Got him. This is the what do you know here. This is the segment here where we're going to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie, okay? So why don't you tell me something that you may or may not know about this movie, 13 Ghosts, 2001. So, after further research, I've discovered the original film that was 1960. 1960. That's over 60 years ago. So. That's more than a century. There was a nephew that haunted the house in the original movie. He was a spirit. It was a ghost. There was a nephew in the house. And that that nephew's name in the movie, his name was Cyrus. So they decided to use that name for his uncle's name. They obviously tweaked the story a little bit to make it seem a little more 2001. Was it called 13 Ghosts too? It was called 13 Ghosts. It's actually not a bad film. It's been up on Shutter for a while. I don't know if it still is. It's like definitely cool. It's it's exactly what you think it is. Like that black and white, almost like a Vincent Price picture. It's not a Vincent Price picture, but it seems like it, you know. That's pretty fucking interesting. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool stuff. I have a fact. Please tell me. So this movie here, 13 Ghosts. Yeah. 2001. Yeah. This was the first movie in the history of movies to be filmed in an all-glass house. All-glass. All-glass house. You know how hard... Think about this for a second. Anybody who's ever operated a camera, camera phone, you're in the bathroom or something, you got mirrors all around, that's that's something that you might relate to. But uh, 
This is an old glass house, and when you're usually filming, you got people all around you. Sure. You know, you got things all everywhere. So they sure. were saying that, you know, it was hard with the angles, hard with reflections, because you're in the shot. Glass reflects things, especially when you put light on them. Yeah, like that's this, true. Like this fucking TV behind me, there's a reflection there, okay? That's behind the sheen shit. That's just an example. They also said that they had to put a lot of people in black black clothing dark clothing now a lot well, of these people sense. move you, you know they they wear black a lot in this movie which you know it's very subtle you get, you don't notice it but they were saying like you know they're shooting the scenes and they gotta reshoot because some guy's back there eating donuts and you can see him <laughs> you know he's into shot larry will you get the fuck out of the will scene you get the fuck out of here with your fucking sourdough sprinkle dingle now but that's put pretty the cool. Donuts you know, here. I mean, that's that's pretty innovative for an all glass scene. You know, all glass house is very difficult to do, but they did it, and uh, it's a it's a very cool fact about the this this movie here. Yeah. Now look, I'll tell you a fact. Okay. You got another now, one. Yeah. Okay. Now I don't know the full extension uh, of the truth behind this fact. Okay, because this movie was released in October of two thousand and one. What is the month before October? September. Correct. I'm not sure if you're familiar with September of 2001, but that was a rough time. Okay? It was a very rough time. So, what I heard was they were still working on something. I don't know if it was post-production, if it was filming or whatever, but they were still working on it on that day, and they all kind of had like a, you know, a little break for a while before they continued and picked back up. Now, whether that was filming, which is awfully close a month before, I doubt it was filming unless it was like a different kind of... No, there's no way it was unless filming. Unless it was like a promotional shot or if they were doing promotion for the movie. It wasn't even like shots for the movie or like, I don't know what the fuck they were doing, but people were working for the movie on that day. Um, but, you know, if somebody worked on a movie, maybe fucking reach out. Tell Ozark and I, because we'd like to hear that kind of stuff. And, you know, you'd be surprised. I, I was talking to somebody who actually knows the angry princess girl. I was like, holy shit. Uh, she around here. But I guess she's fucking... Is she emotionally available? I guess she's in a relationship. Whatever. Whatever. Fucking whore. Fuck you. Why won't you love me? Angry princess forever. So is that all you know here? That's all I know. And that's all we know for this movie here. I thought that was pretty fucking interesting. That was good. I liked it. I liked it. Mark, you know it's a funny theme that we usually have that we find funny. Or I think most people do. Our dad freakouts. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, bro. It's not even that funny of a part in the movie. But there's a part in this. I don't know if it's my favorite part, but I'm just giving you a sprinkle here. But in the beginning, where the dad's drinking his coffee and he trips over his son's scooter and he's like, God damn it, Bobby! What I say about your scooter and your, and your stuff laying all around the floor? That's such a real dad mo- Like, I don't know why that's so funny to me. Even in the Beethoven movies, those movies are straight-up comedies to me because the whole time the dad's just pissed off. He goes outside with his coffee, the newspaper kid hits him, and the flower pot hits him. Like, mm-hmm. whenever dads are freaking out, it makes it great. And, like, the first – I mean, this movie has a bunch of dad freakouts, but that was the best, dude. He spilled coffee all over him, and his son's <laughs> just like, sorry. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> like, <clears throat> did you have a favorite part, Mark? Yeah, I did. 
Um, probably just just the lawyer kill, really, because that's the first time we really get a we get the angry pr- princess. We get a lot of titties, and mm-hmm. that uh, and uh, you know, just it's just a creative kill. I mean, he just gets sliced in half by glass. Front of his body rolls down, and then the back of the half body rolls down. It's pretty cool. Not very very unique kill. You don't see many of those. No, that would be my favorite part for that. Really, I, I was also a fan of when uh, Arthur at the end when he's like, you know, it's all caving in on him, and the ghosts realize that you know he set them up. They all pick him up and they kill him and they throw him into this machine. But it's really cool because it has a shot where they're all like leaning in to pick him up, and you're like, that's kind of badass, man. Yeah. That had to have been a fun day to shoot. Mm-hmm. And I don't give a fuck who you are, bro. If you didn't know, like, you know, at this point, you're greed at know the ghost at this point. So you're like, okay, that's the princess, that's the guy. But, like, just hypothetically, if you were to, like, wake up and see that in your room, bro, that's you would die of heart failure. That's some scary shit, man. So I, I liked that. It was kind of like they teamed up, and they were like, even though they're all badass and independent, they're like, nah, fuck this guy. We're going to kill him. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. he got to go. I did like the opening scene, too. The whole junkyard and the catching of the juggernaut. Oh, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah. Um, that guy who played, um, his name's F. Murray Abram, the guy who played Cyrus. You might recognize him. He was in Scarface. You remember when Manny and, and Tony first get a deal with Frank, and he's the guy. They throw him out of the helicopter. He's the one that gets uh, thrown out of the helicopter. Mm-hmm. He meets them at first when they're dishwashers, and he's like, you want to make some money? Yeah. <laughs> Dig them <a." laughs> He's like, oh. I was like, and I remember watching that as like a kid, like, where the fuck do I recognize this yeah, guy? Yeah, he, he, he looks so recognizable. I couldn't put my finger on it of where he's from, though. I'm sure he's got a lot of other credits to oh, his abs- name, absolutely. but Scarface is the one that just stood out to me, and maybe other people can put that connection together, or maybe they already did or did not know. It was a good choice in an actor, though, because you fully believe that this man is a rich psycho guy trying to get to the portal of hell to be to rule the world he looks like a guy that would be trying to do that he gives off bad guy vibes for sure oh yeah perfect bad guy perfect bad guy yeah man what a what a fun flick to talk about all the way into halloween brother into halloween and like i said folks be expecting that halloween episode what are we gonna talk about first off too i'm letting you know just a little sprinkle for y'all hoes october's about to be crazy for us because we're only doing like top tier movies that people are talking about now we always do movies people talk about but we're leaning we're leaning hard because it's october baby i mean we're rock hard and i feel like 13 ghost is a great september movie because i don't know man i don't want to like put the september and 2001 correlation together i'm just saying like it's kind of like a like it's it's to start getting you amped up, start to get you in the mood. Yes, this is a perfect get you in the mood, not because I mean, when you think of Halloween, you're not going to think of this movie Halloween time. When it's around Halloween time, when it's like that week of Halloween, this is not the movie that's going to pop into your mind. What well, might it might for some of you? Yeah, but that, general it, speaking, I don't think so. But I always find watching, I always find myself watching this movie close to. Hollow mm-hmm. close like to October. Yep. Yeah. Right when fall starts to get starts to kick in. I you know, this is kind of like a, a almost like a mini segment, but I really Ozark Mark, for all the people out there, 
And this was the best because Ozark Mark doesn't have any kids. And I think he's the realist. Because don't ask me what I let my kids watch. Ozark Mark, could you let your kids watch this movie? Give us the parental guide here, so to speak. The Give sloppy me... horror parental guide. Yeah, this is kind of a – I like when you kind of open up on this. And if we turn it into a full segment at one point, that's fine too. But I like your um, – because you always do usually lay it down. But I know you got like nieces and nephews, brothers, sisters kind of thing. Like, so it's like you have to, um, you get to those points, man, where you're like, well, what the hell can I let them watch? Generally, dude, I don't know. I would say probably late middle school. Honestly, like seventh or eighth grade, you'd be ready for it. I think ten and up. Like ten would be scared, maybe. Yeah, ten would be scared. There, there is boobies in it, but oh, that's true. it. There's not. There, it's just boobs. I mean, you ten year old boys know about boobs. And there's okay? like scars and like it, they are yeah. ghost boobs. Yeah, but that's it. There's no other sexual things in it. Like you know, so I mean, sexual things is when you really gotta draw the line. That's when you really start gotta climb up the mountain. Yeah, but it, something like this. Um, Middle school? Middle school, probably. You heard it here first, I would say middle school, yeah. Ozark Mark, well, make sure your kids are okay, because I I probably won't, all right? The one neat part about mine is, I guess, with all the shit around here, they're just kind of desensitized to it, but we were talking about this last week. I don't understand some parents that are like, we're really taboo them, because you're like, you're not teaching them the real, are they? Because that's, like, even scarier. If you're like, you can't watch The Exorcist. That actually happened. You're like, no, it did not. Like, these were people who made a movie. Like, they ate lunch in between scenes. Like, you need to, like, bring that. Like, that's what makes it cool. Like, if this actually happened, this would be horrible. Like, the fact that it wasn't and you believed it makes it so cool to me. Um, I mean, I think I think it's I think it's pretty cool. I don't think there's nothing really to be too scared of, honestly. There's just some good mm-hmm. old-fashioned violence, which kids know what violence is at that age. I don't think they're going to lose sleep over it. You know what I mean? I just, you know. Middle school is what I'd go with. All right, middle school. I like that answer, man. I like Thanks. that answer. Thank you. Thank you very much. Why don't we do the other thing that oh. we usually always do? The other thing that we do. Dun, 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 dun. That one. Sloppy horror rating, baby. Yeah. All right, man. Welcome to it here. This is the sloppy horror rating. This is a segment here where we are going to write the movie from. Uh, a 10 point category system yeah, uh, uh, yeah. we cage them folk what? we cage them folk down here <laughs> we had some hard weather we let them uh, all kind of hurricane wild weather come up here leave it turn us all inside out <laughs> you're too damn good at that <laughs> we leave them all inside out Oh, you made me laugh first. I hate you. This is Sloppy Horror Rating. This is uh, where Christian Ramey, the horror nerd, he's going to rate the movie for you. He's going to tell you what it rates as far as a horror movie. Not a movie altogether, but a horror movie. If you're first time here, let's tell you how it goes. Four categories. Treated categories were three points. Last categories worth one point for a total of ten points altogether. That's correct. Ten out of ten, solid number. You know what I'm saying? So let's go on to the first category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. That is casting. 
So, Ozark Mark, I've kind of been gushing about this. You have Matthew Lillard, Tony Shalhoub, um, that fucking guy we just said, the Abram guy, the guy from Scarface. We got Raw Digger. She, I mean, she actually did really good. I don't know if she's had any other acting credits, which is also interesting. Is that the thirteenth or the Angry Princess Girl? I don't think she has any other acting credits either. So for people to like, that's a hard role to be your first and only role. Like you're like in crazy, you know, makeup and shit. Like yeah. that's not like a first time role. No. So you also got Elizabeth. Yeah, Shannon Elizabeth, bro. Yeah, she's super hot. Um, and she's a great actress on top of everything. She, I, I mean, she did great in most all the movies that I've seen. So she's pretty good. I really, I, I, I don't. This isn't just the regular actors. This is also the ghost included. I thought they all carried themselves uniquely. I don't think that they were corny. I thought that they were all scary, unique. They walked different. The hammer was different than the Jekyll. The angry princess was different than the pilgrimess lady. Um, the big baby was different from, you know, the little kid, you know. So, it like, the little uh, kid with, like, the Indian thing on his head. Mm-hmm. So, they were all different. I got to give this a three out of three, buddy. That's a lot of uniqueness. Um, it really is. It really is. And everybody gelled well. That's more important to me than anything. Like, I don't care if you're known or not. Like, does it look like... It, I believe that was a little family. I believe that lawyer was shady. I believe Cyrus was, like, an evil dude. Like, I there, I didn't see any moments of, like, even really horrible scripting. Like, it was a 2000s movie. Like, it was it. Well said, Christian Ramey. Well said. So that's three out of ten so far after one category. We're going to go on to two. That's dose to some of you here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. That is kills. So let's walk through this, Ozark Mark. Okay. Because I like to walk through this one with you. Um mm-hmm. So we open up, we have a bunch of dead bodies inside of the graveyard. Uh, the juggernaut comes through, he's ripping up, kills people. Yeah, he kills like seven or eight at least. Yep, kills Cyrus. Kills that other Technically. guy. Yeah, kills that other guy. Mm-hmm. It's like throat's all slit, Cyrus's is. Okay, um, we move into the house. The next kill would be our lawyer. Um, after that, then it's just Matthew Lillard correct and then um cyrus does the girl die i feel like she does i think she does die yeah she gets she gets squished yeah squished yeah yep 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 Mm -hmm. it was it reminded me of star wars when the compactor was closing in on him Um, that's a scary death fuck that i'd rather just jump into that thing that they threw cyrus into get it over with and just being enclosed in something yeah, that's, that's fucking horrible. horrendous. Oh, man. Real life gusher. Yeah. I don't know, man. This one's tough because I, even though there was a wide variety and a lot, I still think this is a two. Help me out here. What do you think, Ozark? What do you think? Two probably just because uh, the kills really don't last long. A lot of the kills in the beginning of the movie are quick. Mm-hmm. Um, not very gory. It's just... It's just nobody's dying. Those really, those are like, count as like a quarter of a kill to me because they're yeah. nobodies. Okay. Um, the the uh, the lawyer one was pretty good, but uh, wasn't really a kill. 
I guess technically. Yeah, I mean, it he kind of killed it was, himself. It was in a just way. like an accident, you know. But it's still a death, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty unique, so it gets it up there. I mean, two's not a bad score. No, two's not. Two's a good score because there are some unique kills. You got the slice in half. F- people get folded, limbs ripped off. Um, you got the decapitation, like into bits and pieces, and you're getting, you know, everything. So I think two's a good score for that too. So we'll go with two. So that is five out of ten here. After two categories, we're going on to the third and final three-point category, which is fear. That's what I said. Fear. Fear. Yeah. Was this movie scary? I'm gonna be honest. I, I'm gonna reside with the one in this category, Mark, and that's because, like we said, like if you're dealing with maybe 12 years old or earlier, this movie would definitely freak you out. But like. I almost feel like this movie's for the horror fan. It's cool. You get, like, a wide variety of characters. It's like a fucking Royal Rumble, man. The doors unlock after the timer goes off. Like, I mean, it's like a yeah, Royal Yeah, it's like R- the Elimination <laughs> Chamber or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. I'm pretty sure they inspired it from this movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Like, so I think it catered to us. So I don't really think it's that terrifying, but... I'm pretty sure if you probably showed your nine-year-old, if they came and slept in your room, I, I wouldn't be surprised. So it's like, I, I'll give it that one because it does have some suspense-building elements. And, like, when the Jekyll pops out, like, they do incorporate the pop scare, but it's not... It's a pop scare with the delivery. It's not like, oh, it was just Marbles the cat. Like, it's actually a ghost. And they're there to fuck you up. Um, but the happy ending with them makes it not as terrifying and less ambiguous. So I'm going to give that a one, uh, a solid one. But that's not stating it's a bad movie. It's just uh, it's for you. Look at it like a comic book movie or like a Royal Rumble. It's. Uh... But I don't know. I, I'm I'm telling you this from a horror fan's eyes. So it's not like I'm terrified of much, but. I feel like I have a pretty good gauge on when something is gripping. And... Oh, sure. Absolutely. So so that breaks us to 6 out of 10, and we go on to the last category, which is Christian Ramey fucking with this movie, which he does. I already did it for you. So that is 7 out of 10. I do. Total score for 13 Ghosts 2001. That's a sloppy horror stamp of approval. 7 out of 10 It's pretty fucking good, though. That means it's a good movie. It is, man. That's That's one you can pull off your shelf. I don't know. I can only speak off of my life, what I've lived, uh, what the people around me and what they've watched. 13 Ghost was pretty popular in my time frame. I know I still see it mentioned and brought up. I don't know how often the younger kids are watching. I don't know what they're all doing. But, you know, if, if you haven't watched this, man, please go do it. You'll definitely enjoy it if you're a fan of horror flicks. I don't know how fucking freaked out and terrified you're going to be, but it's a neat picture. Like Ozark said, very unique and... Um, Man, I'm just glad to have seen it. It's definitely a part of my personal favorites. Uh, it, it would be in my top 50 for sure. I know it seems crazy to think that you'd have that many, but like once you start rattling them off, it's like, oh, it's, a, it's a lot of franchises with a lot of fucking movies. I believe it. I believe you have a top 50. I think you can name it off at any time. You'd be in the middle of a wedding. You'd be like, hey, Chris Ramey, what's your top 50 movies? Well, if you're going to talk about it, I mean, let's go well, through it. I mean, I mean, this is a solid number 50 is obviously that. You go off on it. Yeah, I would. I probably would. Mm-hmm. So I really think that um, we're just trying to give you people what you want at the same time we're talking about something we love. We're not going to end this with a heavy plug, but obviously if you guys haven't checked out sloppyhorrorpodcast.com, please do that if you guys want to support us. Um 
And, you know, we're going to be back next Monday with another movie. Something fun. Something fun. And it's not like September's got a bad lineup here, but you folks just wait till October. You just wait. Okay? We're also going to, for the people who watch from TikTok, we'll have... um, we're gonna have, there's a couple of us creators on there that are teaming up and we're gonna have some watch parties and some fun things on the Fridays in October. So be on the lookout for that. And um, yeah, it's convention season. So if you see Ozark out uh, you know and us out and about, say something to us. We will respond or we'll act scared. Who are you? That's what I say. Who the hell is this? Ooh. I'll blow a whistle. Stranger. So yeah, thirteen ghosts. Movie about ghosts. There's thirteen of them. <laughs> <laughs> you were swimming over there. You're drowning over there. <laughs> just mis- say goodbye, you fucking moron. I don't want to say goodbye. I'm we'll just I- say goodbye so I can press stop on the damn thing. <laughs> it's not goodbye. It's see you later.